Hang on. Hello, Zan. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, of Hugs course. Mark. Yep, of if course. you're celebrating the Festival of Light. Happy holidays. Happy celebrations. Merry Krizzle. Merry Krizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Fog shizzle, Merry Krizzle. I'm a big fan of Merry Krimbus. Krimbus is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Norman's Christmas caravan? Hang on. It's I, down there. Is this his own caravan? Yeah, I do it's wanna... right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> didn't you see the picture I posted I saw the, the other picture. Day? I didn't realise it was a scratch mat on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, what's he doing in a box that looks like a caravan? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, it's great. I think you'll find it's a Christmas caravan. Christmas caravan. It's amazing. See, see on, the, on the end it says, Meowy Christmas. Oh. <laughs> oh. Going to get one oh, of those myself. I've become that stage parent. Yeah. Look, this is our final no. episode of Bang On yes. for the year. We'll be back in 2021. That's right. We'll get to our best of 2020, best of, um, <laughs> our 2020 wrap in just a moment. But there's a couple of things that we have to talk about that went viral this week. This amazing sketch that the Chasers wore on 2020 put out, written by Beck Shaw and Nina Oyama and an amazing capture of contact tracing and just how if you actually use a couple of Gen Z women, mm. Gen Z women, then you'll get yourself sorted. Everything will be fine with COVID. Let's just take a little listen to this. Joseph Montalo. He skipped his lecture to skate under Central Station and now he's on his way to buy Nangs from Kitchen Warehouse. How did you do that? His snap map. What's that? Oh, my God, no. What is happening right now? R.I.P. These men. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> it's so funny and so on the money. Uh, it just... It nails everything. And, yes, we should leave Gen Zers in charge <laughs> of all contact tracing. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a snap map. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What the? It's because I'm a Gen I'm Xer. old. <laughs> I'm old. Um, and there's a reason why Chelsea Clinton retweeted it. And oh, my also, God, really? And uh, Taika Waititi as well, who just was, you know, applauding it. it. It's amazing. It's gone viral for all the right reasons and there's nothing better than it than, a, than something going viral for good reasons and not bad. It's so good. The, I've just seen the Chasers War on 2020, that group. It's kind of, you know, the Chaser guys behind the scenes putting out these videos and they've just been rattling off a heap this week. The other really great one to look at is Margaret and David doing a review oh, of 2020, which is brilliant. So yes. look out for those. Just follow yeah. their handle on Twitter and you'll see it. It's a bit of joy at the end so, of this weird year. Hang on. So they actually got Margaret and David back together? Yes. <laughs> It's so Hell good. Hell freezes over. <laughs> All I can say is it was a metaphor. Just listen out okay, for that bit. Okay. It's very, very good. The other thing that popped up this week was really interesting, uh, I guess that's a word for it, a two-minute rant on the set of the new Mission Impossible film that's being shot. Tom Cruise, the guy behind it, I'm pretty sure he's like the executive producer as well, yeah. absolutely going off at oh, crew who are not being COVID safe and going really deep talking about how the industry is at risk. People have to put food on their tables. He's not going to stand for it. Uh, it's a real Cruise rant. It's a real jump on the couch moment for Tom, but in a less joyful way. I told you and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're at we are not shutting this movie down. I don't know. I don't know if this is a good thing. <laughs> I, I think he's... A lot of people have been coming out and saying, saying, yeah, you tell him. You tell him. And it's true. You know, he's invested an awful lot of money into this and the film industry is in peril. If someone on set gets COVID, obviously the whole production has to shut down. It's, it's, it's billions of dollars, I would imagine. But the way he did it, it was like I was watching, you can't handle the... <laughs> it was like, whoa, mate, give... I mean, look... 
has he ever won an Academy Award? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I don't. Think, I hope not because he's a terrible actor, I which know. I realised watching The Firm recently. Yeah, he's at, actually never gotten better. Yeah, the only the only good film that he was in was Magnolia, where he was playing someone oh, who overacted. Oh my god! And he's perfect in that film. <laughs> oh my god! He's like a sex therapist who overacts. But yeah, it. It sounded like he was actoring in this. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I reckon he leaked it. it. I reckon he leaked it to be a hero. Yeah. To be the person who, okay, so there was another. COVID hero. There was another video that came out a couple of months ago and I retweeted it because I love the cinema. Mm. But afterwards I was like, someone was filming you going to a movie and clapping and going, how great is this? And everyone and just and asking people around you, being a man of the people, basically oh. talking about how great it is to be out at the cinema because cinemas have really suffered this year. And I was like, now I'm looking at this and thinking, are you yeah, just leaking this, this stuff so you're the it. hero of the industry? Oh, the I'm re- very cynical. The redemption of Tom Cruise. The redemption of Tom Cruise. Because he's got a lot of work to do in that department, doesn't he? We'll watch the new Mission Impossible though. No, I won't. The last one had what him did... with a helicopter Don't hanging care. from his ankle Don't over care. a cliff. I did that in the jungle. And he survived. <laughs> I did that in the jungle at the start of the year and it ain't no thing. But you were hanging off the helicopter. He was The helicopter was hanging off him in this scene, Mitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, still ain't no thing. <laughs> Speaking of things that happened at the start of the year that felt like they happened five years ago. Mm, I feel so old. Roll up, roll up. It's the end of year wrap. I'm sorry, what did I do? I must join the circus. Are you going to open some sort of cupboard (laughs) and offer me some sort of tincture? (laughs) Roll up, roll up. I've got all for everything that ails you in a circus on the side. It's been a cooked year and I'm feeling very cooked at the very end of it. There has been a lot that's gone on this year. And can we just... Acknowledge that Bang On returned in June. We had a bit more longer of a break and then came back in June. And the week that we came back was a really intense week. I don't know if you remember this, but there was this was the week of the most sort of intense point of the Black Lives Matter protests. George Floyd had been killed at the hands of the police, America, and the world was up in arms. And this was, for us, you know... Just acknowledging it, it was a really strange time for us because we as two white middle-class women were just like, oh, we're coming back after a six-odd-month break into this. What do we have to add to the conversation? Mm. But that event, for me anyway, changed the way that I thought about everything for the rest of the year. Yeah. And out of a horrible event and horrible events that have been happening for decades, for hundreds of years. It was a reckoning. It was a reckoning and it really has changed the way that I see things and I'm grateful for that. So so am I. But it was... I'm sorry it had to It affected every discussion that we had, didn't it? It's awful that it had to happen in such a violent and grotesque way for people to wake up all around the world and there's similar similar things happening in Australia all the time and has yeah. been for decades. And I think that's the thing. People were woken up and, and even if they hadn't thought about this before, they were forced to because what we saw was disgusting and appalling and inhumane and, yeah, as, as a result of that, I think a lot of people, I, I know I've personally I've tried to educate myself mm. Our, our job is to share that and to to keep learning and, and, and keep trying to understand and, and growing your empathy valve. 
I think too, there's a lot of people that seem to lack an empathy valve mm. and get upset when you, you start to talk about things that are basic human rights issues. Mm. And uh, yeah, it, that's, it's made me want to fight harder. And keep the foot on the pedal as well. Yep. I was even listening, I'm doing like a kind of best of from a radio show of Take Fives and I was listening to a conversation that I had with Miranda Tapsell earlier this year and she was talking a lot about place and country and connection to home and my reaction to that, I just didn't quite click what she meant by that and then I fast forward to a few weeks ago when I spoke to Tara June Winch after reading The Yield, which Mm. we spoke about recently and the way that book opened my eyes to language and country and how that is completely the part of that's central to identity Mm. and self um, in a very different way than my experience of identity is and just yeah when I was listening to this this chat with Taps I was like oh my god I just didn't get it and that's fine but I get it now and I'm so glad that I was educated and I'm just going to keep educating myself because Mm. that's the least I can bloody do yeah as a visitor to Australia, Absolutely. as an uninvited visitor um, on Aboriginal land. So and he was never seated. Yeah, it's just, it's been a massive wake-up call. So Black Lives Matter I continues. Think from COVID, this is the biggest thing. Huge. That has happened. And don't forget that. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like we, we do, the news cycle is runs thick and fast. Don't snap back to the way we mm. were, as we've spoken about before, we've got an incredible opportunity to make some changes for the better. Mm, um, Unless you're white and you believe in cancel culture. I was going to say, speaking of <laughs> the way we were. Or don't believe in cancel culture. Memories. Oh, my God, there were so many hot takes from largely people of privilege who mm. were up in arms about They want this, it to go back to the way we culture. were. They, they want it. <laughs> now, that all these people in positions of power and, and usually very wealthy have all spoken out this year about how cancel culture is disgusting and it's it's stopping them from saying what they have to say or being who they really are. How many open letters do we have this year? We had a lot. <laughs> I'm exhausted. May 2021 be the year of no open letters. Use an envelope and send it to one person. Just send it we privately. We don't want to hear it. Just send it privately. <laughs> I've got no problem with that. No BCC in 2021. No BCC. No all-staff email. No. No reply all. (laughs) It's exhausting. And and most of the people who were talking about being cancelled have not been cancelled at all. They're still (laughs) fabulously wealthy living in mansions. Uh, JK Rowling, I'm I'm talking about you. And they're using their platform to share sometimes quite toxic views. Yeah. For those Particu- who don't have anywhere near the voice or the power. Particularly about uh, trans people, yeah. uh, an already marginalised group and an already a group at risk. It just seems so dangerous to me to, to pile onto that and then turn it around and say, you're being cancelled. Yeah. Ugh. Boring. Jog on. <laughs> it was a great year for the Kardashians as well. Um, I mean, what year isn't... They're filthy rich and COVID can't keep them down. We had Kim's 40th Mm -hmm. on a private island Mm. um, where she made all of her guests quarantine, apparently. For two weeks. Do you remember the Frisian horses? Oh, my God. Who had Kardashian hair as well? They did. She found a horse that has the same hair as all of her family. That's talent. That is talent. That is talent. She knows how to pick a horse um, and her kid was wearing Ugg boots while riding the horse too, which is... (laughs) Probably not real good. We had a go about that. Um, and I think you picked this, Anne. Was it you that picked it? I can't remember. We were discussing the fact that the 
well, the telly series Keeping Up with the Kardashians has signed off Coming from to an E. End. And did you say, was it you that said? I might have said it. I might have read it. I'm going to claim it. I reckon you Let's can claim it. Let's just say I came up with it. Yeah. Um, I speculated that this would mean that they were starting their own media empire separate, a whole other mm. one of like a streaming service because that's where everyone is going. And sure enough, in the last week, they've signed a deal with Hulu, which is a streaming service in the States, oh. and they're going to have a whole new thing to play with. Oh, and speaking of um, rolling out new shows, the Disney Network, I mean, did you see that rollout? How many series can you have coming off Star Wars? Oh. At least 10, apparently. Apparently so. <laughs> there was, it just was like show after show after show after show. Oh, my God, that reminds me. I saw an amazing tweet from Patrick Linton. I think it was Patrick Linton who writes for Junkie and he just tweeted the same day as Disney was tweeting out all of these new shows, The Folklorian, which is like a Taylor Swift. And I was just like, you need to... Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. It's fucking Taylor. That's weird. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She just started playing. Maybe your Siri heard you and said, play Taylor Swift. That's weird. Oh, man, is she? Oh, no. Taylor Swift is everywhere. Taylor's speaking to me. You could do a whole podcast on Taylor Swift's year. Uh, Also, you could do a whole podcast on WAP. Oh, the highlight of my year. So good. Yeah. Wet ass pussy. I was going to say, what does it stand for? No need to wonder. Miff's here to help. Yeah. Uh, If you don't already know that, I'm not sure where you've been living, clearly (laughs) under a rock. Um. Yeah, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, it it blew everybody's minds. It was body positivity. It was sexual positivity in Mm. a way that I haven't seen since the 90s with salt and pepper but in a far more uh, dirty way. And, (laughs) oh, my God, the dancing and the the clip, everything, everything was great. It was all the extra things that you want because there weren't any great videos. A lot of people were doing DIY video clips Mm. this year and they just went, let's do it. I don't know how COVID safe that shoot was, but, hey, uh, everything worked out. Now we could say in the end. And you know what, too? No one's had that experience of seeing that song played in a club yet. Yeah. Can you imagine? Huge. Oh, my God. I'd if be, the, room, I'd be if the ceiling wasn't sweating before that drops, it will be afterwards, that's for sure. I wonder uh, where it'll play in the place in the Hottest 100 as well. I reckon it'll be pretty high. Surely it has to be. But yeah. have you also seen Megan Thee Stallion's new one, Body? No. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> I am, this is my goal for, for the, the holiday break is I'm going to learn the dance. Me and a girlfriend are going to learn the dance. Well, if you can do single ladies, you can do anything. Yeah. The other big music moment of this year was that Fleetwood Mac just earned even more money Mm. with their very youthful comeback, helped out by TikTok and that amazing video. Yeah, it was just a very simple video, Nathan Apodaca on his skateboard drinking some cranberry juice to the soundtrack of Dreams. Mm. And for some unknown reason, I'm not sure if it was COVID or, (laughs) you know, people were saying this is the kind of energy we want in in 2020 because it's such a bad year. It took off. It was huge. And it spawned a whole bunch of people copying it on TikTok and then also, of course, um, Mick Fleetwood ended up doing his own version. And Stevie. And Stevie In Nicks. the roller skates. Oh, it was amazing. Not as good as Mick's. But as you said, it was probably some sort of grand marketing plan, although maybe it wasn't. But they <laughs> Just got... bringing the cynicism into bang on yeah. every week. <laughs> but um, maybe it wasn't, but cr- the Cranberry Juice Company did very, very well out of it. So. And he's done well too. He got an agent. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all the best to you, Nathan. Yeah. I also just love that it's still in the charts. I mean, it's a bloody great song. It's a great song. I love that the kids are loving it. Things We Don't Understand was something that oh. we introduced this year. Do you remember when there was that whole trend 
of cutting cakes that look like real hated things. Hated it. Hated <laughs> it. It was disgusting. Get rid of it. It's like it was like a a poison on the on the on the internet landscape. I found it so satisfying. I hated it. <laughs> Like, the, you know, like these cakes that have so much time and effort put into these cakes to look like things that weren't cakes and then putting a knife in it. <laughs> oh, made me that re- was so realistic. I, I feel edgy just thinking about it. It's horrible. And what about the nest boyfriend? Oh. Do you remember the nest boyfriend? <laughs> I'm so glad you reminded me of the nest boyfriend. This was a, a, a statement that somebody put up on Reddit, which we may or may not believe was real because um, what did they used to call the – read it. It was the front page of the internet back in the day. Um, Someone put up this letter that said, my boyfriend, I I finally went back to his place and my boyfriend uh, doesn't have a bed. He has what's known as a nest, which is made of just clothes and things and bedding like, and and he doesn't wash that nest. And she slept in that nest and she told him she felt weird about sleeping in that nest with him. And he got very upset and it was absolutely and utterly disgusting. And people were going, who can live like this? But, like, I think at the time I said, you know, when you're a kid and you you don't realise what how you've done it at home is yeah. not normal to how everybody else does it at home. Maybe, like, mum and dad just chucked him in a room with a nest instead of a bed. <laughs> I don't know. It was creepy. <laughs> Absolutely creepy, the nest. The perfect 2020 oh. vibe. I reckon there's a lot more nests out there, though. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of gentlemen I may or may not have spent time with over the years that probably could have gone down the nest route <laughs> had they not had a girlfriend. I reckon. What do you reckon? Have you had those those kind of those kind of guys? Eyes to the future, Miff. Eyes yes, to the future. Yes. And look, one of the highlights of this year. I can't say there's been a lot of highlights in in a positive way. Is the fact that the world embraced the goodness of my idol, Dolly Parton, our idol, Dolly. She did so much this year that was good for the world. Uh, What what an absolute legend. She financed a COVID vaccine. That was one of them. Gosh, there was a whole lot. Um, She did the – I mean, this happened just a year ago, but I think a lot of people were listening to this over last summer. There was that amazing Dolly Parton's America podcast, which really told the story of – her life in a much more open way because she is fairly guarded, mm. you know. You don't really know that much about Dolly in many ways, even though her songs tell a lot of stories. Uh, she made a Christmas special. She popped up and was overtly political for the first time. Yes. She spoke out uh, around her support of the Black Lives Matter movement. It mm. just seems like she was, yeah, again, really thinking 2020, I've I, she's done a lot of good for many years. She's done a lot for charity. She's um, put a lot into literacy, particularly in the areas of America where she grew up. But I think that in a, on a public stage, it felt felt like this year she was just more willing to step up and use yeah. her platform to support those who didn't have that voice mm-hmm. um, and in such a beautiful way. Uh, and she winds out of the year with Yeah, Christmas specials, Christmas albums. There's that amazing song teller book that she just released as well, which is like her her songs in 175 different um, songs that she's written and amazing pictures Mm. and 
I just love it. 2020, year of Dolly. And, I, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, Dolly for, for president. Dolly for president. Dolly for president. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if, if anyone criticised her, she'd have some of the best retorts that you could ever hear. I mean, she just, she nails all of those one-liners. Yeah, I was going to say, you think about politics today and it's all about that grab. And she's mm. the queen of the grab. Been she's been years. doing that since the beginning. Costs a lot of money to look this cheap. <laughs> The higher the hair, the closer to God, Zan. Costs a lot of money to look this cheap. Dolly, 2024. <laughs> now, I just assumed there would be no fashion. Oh, you assumed wrong. <laughs> Fa- fashion lives on in a pandemic. Although... Fashion will never die. Fashion struggled in the pandemic yeah. too. Um, and we'll get to that. What happened to fashion and various fashion houses as they responded to the inevitable, which was... We all wore tracksuit pants for pretty much the entire year. Active wear for the win. Oh, active wear for the win. Jeans, so uncomfortable. Oh, what a jeans. (laughs) Got to do up a zip, too hard. Um, But this What are shoes when there are Ugg boots? (laughs) So true. I never want to wear shoes again. Um, But this year we did notice, uh, look, it it was a little bit on the side of things, but I think it also tied into the can't be fucked with fashion, I'll just wear something old or something that I'm comfortable with, which is, for me, the 90s. Mm. Um, I remember the 90s. Uh, it, it was easy. It was pretty daggy. And 19- Cargo pants, very comfortable. 1997 was the year that apparently fashion or fashion embraced this year, which makes me happy. So specific too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you see it on bucket, the streets. Bucket hats. All the kids are wearing bucket hats. Um, did jorts make it, those sort of three-quarter... I think they've seen jorts around. I've seen some jorts, cargo pants. Yeah, a lot of lot of satin. Yep. As well, satin slip dresses. Oh yes. Which is essentially just a nightie, which also speaks to <laughs> the COVID fashion. <laughs> yeah. that Get out all, of bed and just just stay wear in that the bed look. Stay in that bed look. It's a sexy bed look, but it's it's from from nighttime to daytime, which is the opposite of the other. You know, when, you know, in Cleo and Cosmo, they used to say from daytime to nighttime. Well, this is the opposite. I love Night it. Night to day, love it. So that was easy for us. Um, and then you alerted us to a fashion bag moment, mm. and this was amazing. Um, Bottega Veneta released a black handbag that, when compared with a photo of a lady holding a black plastic bag of dog poo... Looked exactly the same. Uncanny. And, yeah, for the very reasonable price of $3,000. And quite frankly, yeah, I want, I still want, I haven't seen it out there because I think they might have taken it off the shelves as soon as someone made that correlation. (laughs) That or Bottega Veneta were taking the piss, I'm not sure. So we'll wait and see. The dog poo bag was incredible. Oh, well, you know how I was saying uh, things changed in fashion this year. Major labels decided to, or design houses, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that face was so mm, horrible. Design. I'm sorry, did Prue and Drew mm-hmm. just walk in? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> design houses. Gucci <laughs> went seasonless, you know. They got rid of their resort wear season. Fuck knows what that means anyway. Other, <laughs> other than a casual. Rich people. A ca- yeah, it's Private just rich, rich people on holidays. <laughs> um, they went seasonless. So they ditched winter, spring, fall and all of that. And uh, so they had two seasons this year. Which makes sense. I mean, that that ties into the whole idea of fashion being more sustainable, more uh, ecological, all of those things, environmental. Yeah. But really, I mean, late to the game, fellas. I think I said this at the time. Uh, f- 
fashion has has been guilty of of creating fast fashion. Yeah. And fast fashion is killing the earth. So, you know, roundabout time. Thank you, COVID. And how long (laughs) will it take for them to snap back? This is what we're looking over the next year or two. All these conversations we had this year, will they change? They need clothes on holidays, Anne. They do, and new jewels to wear. So, <laughs> new jewels. Yeah, because you couldn't be seen in the same thing twice. But the winner this year. It won't be a surprise to Bang Fam. We do talk about it a lot and that's because, well, there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? Well, it even made it into the think piece arena this year, which has just astounded me. And the winner of fashion, which, da, 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 da. aside from tracksuit pants, is... Your favourite shoe and mine, the Croc. No. What a year for the Croc. <laughs> they were go- they were twiddling their thumbs at the start of COVID, and they were going, "What are we going to do? How are we going to get? How are we going to get the word out that Crocs are back?" Um, I don't know who decided it, but they did. And some smart person in the promo department sent out a whole bunch of strawberry Crocs, so just white Crocs with strawberries on them. And influencers hadn't been getting any influencing materials for a long time, so they just went, "Oh well, fuck it." <laughs> There's coin in this. Let's put some Crocs. It takes a drought for Crocs to rise to the ugly, top. But Let's I'll just acknowledge on. that. It takes nothing happening in fashion yeah. for Crocs to take the prize. Which I kind of love. The underdog. <laughs> Bring it back. And They're not underdogs. That, I know. That's true. That's true. Um, but they have reputation rehab. They have struggled a little bit with their, with that reputation because it was, you know, it was mum's gardening that really took off Crocs yeah. in the, initially. I've got to say I will never buy the brand. Because they're frankly too expensive, but I will, I will, I am about to move to a place with a decent sized garden mm. and I've already been looking into getting some croc rip-offs oh, because they're great gardening yeah, shoes. They're great gardening I'm also going to get one of those soft knee pads because oh, I'm yes. old and I need to kneel down the on handles, a yeah, exactly. the handles on it. <laughs> to help push me up. So good. <laughs> what have we become? <laughs> little, little sneak preview of Bang On 2021, which become? is basically going to become a version of Gardening yeah, exactly. Australia. Um, but then we had co- collabs with the Crocs. Uh, the KFC collab was the best. Oh, the, I forgot about that. They smelt, was that a scratch and sniff? They smelt like KF. They had the little, little, um, you know, the little things that you, you stick on on your Crocs. I'm just trying to remember what the name of those things charms? were. Charms. They were they're like charms, little drumstick charms. Yeah, um, and that was amazing. But then we had people like G Flip doing her own Croc collaboration. She is an avid wearer of Crocs, uh, a long time wearer, loves them so. Congratulations, Crocs. You win win fashion. And I never thought I would be saying that for 2020. There's been a lot to love about this year. It's been a very challenging year, but there's been some little peaks of ridiculousness. And Mm -hmm. I hope that we've captured that for you um, as best we can in the time that we've been on Bang On this year. And we did Bang On in your house mostly. And then we did it via Zoom. Because we could see each other for the first bit. We went in total lockdown. Then Melbourne went into total lockdown. So we yeah. did it via Zoom for most of the year until the last couple of weeks. And now and we're reunited again. I know. Which it's, has it's, been so good. I know. So good. It's been, a, yeah, it's been a, a rough year for a lot of people. Um, but I feel like we've learnt a lot about ourselves this year. And I think the biggest takeaway I've had from this is that I'm quite happy to slow down. That life. For sure. That life before, as difficult as uh, it it has been for so many people, that slowing down and perhaps not working and and all of that, it's, that's been very traumatic. Uh, But I I, I do think I've learnt that it's okay to be calm 
You don't have to be busy. It's better for you. You feel better. Mm. I feel better. Yeah. And that's the kind of energy I want to take into next year. It's about valuing your own time more. But valuing and you, valuing, yeah, yourself and and what you need in order to to live well. Yeah. And look, we need money too, so we do need to work, and that's been the tough part about this year for so many people. But also, I think taking care of yourself and yeah. And, and and props to anyone who lived alone during extreme lockdown. Oh, seriously. I don't know how you did it. It it you amaze me. Um, yeah, really, really impressed. And anyone who had children during lockdown yeah. as well. <laughs> oh, different props for yeah, that. Different props for that. Like far out, man. One of the biggest things for lockdown was you saw a lot of people adopting animals. Oh. And I was finally able to adopt a cat, which we'd wanted to get a pet since moving back to Melbourne. It wasn't Norman. just a lockdown uh, shimmy. But little Norman came into my life and can I just say he's been such a joy. I'm obsessed. I know. I can do um, <laughs> Norman has his own Instagram feed. My phone know. is full. <laughs> uh, photos of Norman and I think everything he does is amazing. But it's just so lovely to have a little pet kid in my life, I haven't had a pet since I was a teenager, yeah. and I just forgot how beautiful it is. And you welcomed Viv. Viv, I'd say little Viv, but man, she's she's, she's a big one. She's she's <laughs> a lot bigger than I expected. Our friend she... Nina Las Vegas met her. Um, we all hung out last week, and she referred to her as the supermodel of dogs. That's right. She goes, Miff, she's a supermodel. <laughs> I went, I know. It's Models Inc. around here. <laughs> <laughs> She's brought, brought a lot of joy into your life Oh, as well. so much joy. And I haven't had a dog for a long time, probably about 10 years. I had a dog for 17 years and I was heartbroken when she died. And it took me a long time and I finally got around to it during COVID because, well, had time. And the cats hate her but they're coming around <laughs> and she's brought so much joy into my life. I, I, can't, I can't tell you, just daily happiness and and again, another thing we've learnt, it's being in the present, being, uh, you know, just being a little bit more optimistic because when you're around a happy dog that's just stupidly wagging her tail, yeah. you just <laughs> think, gosh, that's a better way to live my life. Yeah. Not angry, not bitter. Yeah. None of those things. You're fine. Yeah. We're going to be fine yeah. if we take that approach. So if you see me just wagging <laughs> a lot every time I see you. Or weighing when you get really or excited. Weighing, yeah. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Viv too much. She's been doing that too. I did that anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you to all the Bang fam who've been sending beautiful little uh, yeah. pics as well through our various socials of your animals. Uh, you know all about it and it's just so nice to connect with you. Yeah. And can we just give a massive shout out to the Bang fam Love for just them. being there this year. You've given us so many wonderful, beautiful messages, whether it's via our our bang box, whether it's on Don't. a review on our podcast, <laughs> um, whether it's on social media. It's just, it's meant the world and particularly in those tough times where we were feeling quite isolated from the rest of Australia mm. um, here in Victoria, but also just in the general kind of slog that was 2020. Mm. It, it really meant a lot. We truly did love turning up for Bang On yeah. every week. It, it made us feel better. It's a highlight. But seeing of, that it of, made you feel better as well meant the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so much love to you all and so much love um, for the support. Like I had a bit of a rough trot during the whole thing and so many messages of support. I didn't get back to everyone and I'm sorry for that, but it was just absolutely beautiful. And I, I, felt, I felt loved and I felt held by this community and I think that's the best thing you can ever ask for. I'm going to cry. We're very lucky. We are very lucky. Cry too. Yeah. 
Can we also say thank you to our brand new bang boy? We haven't even asked him if he's okay with us uh, calling him that, but Ryan Egan. That's why we keep him on mute. Yeah. Because even if we asked him, we just wouldn't hear the answer. <laughs> Ryan Egan's. <laughs> bang man. Bang man. Bang man. I actually quite like that. That just makes me think of Scat Man. Yeah. <laughs> Be-ba-ba-ba-da-bum. Um, no, Ryan Egan stepped in where bang boy James Findlay left a, a huge, huge hole to fill and he has done extraordinary work this year. So thank you, Ryan. Thank you, bang man. We'll do it again next year. We will. There's heaps oh and God, heaps Oh, God, what a year. It's, just, it's like it all just fell <laughs> just off me. seriously. Oh, let it out. It is. It's like it just kind of fell off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. Let it go. Yeah. Letting it go is good. Yeah. We're going to be Just back. ask my puppy who pisses herself every time. <laughs> She sees you. <laughs> if you do want any tips over, we're going to be gone such a short time. We'll be back in 2021. But if you're missing um, any bang-ons, mm. you can always go back in your feed. There's heaps of episodes, more mm. than 150 in fact. Uh, and last week we did a great bang back with the Bang Fan. Oh, that was awesome. Who gave us so many amazing tips yeah. for summer reads, I've watches, everything else in between. So if you're short on hot content, um, that's a great place to start. Yeah. Have a wonderful Christmas. Yep. Have a beautiful New Year. Oh, you're hosting New Year. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. On ABC TV. I'm dressing up like a disco ball. You'll be proud. Oh, this is good. I'll show you the dress. Yeah, please. I can't wait. I love, I love a disco ball dress. See you in 2021. See you in 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hang on. It feels wrong. That was great. I love that. <laughs> Leave it in. You saying bang man. <laughs>